Welcome to the Leadership Matters Podcast, where we talk matters of leadership because leadership really does matter. Here's your host, Jeremy Albrecht. Hey leaders, welcome to episode 56 of the Leadership Matters Podcast. My name is Jeremy and I got a little bit of a treat here for the next couple months. We're going to be in a two-part series on strategic growth and development for leaders. I'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second, but let me open up just sharing something personally. Um, Really been starting just, I'm being honest here on this podcast, but started feeling like my prayer life was getting a little bit stale and mundane recently. It's not that I had stopped putting in the time or the effort, but I was just feeling like I had become a little bit more ritualistic, a little more routine, almost robotic. I might even say that, use that word. But again, I hesitate even to share this as I know that prayer is supposed to be a conversation between creation, uh, us, and our creator, God. Uh, And I understand that. And despite knowing it's a conversation, I just really felt like over the last few years, the conversation had become very familiar and predictable. A little bit stale, a little bit mundane. And so even though prayer is something I've been practicing for a good part of my life, I decided there's still room to develop. There's room for improvement and to grow in my prayer life. And so I found a a few books on the subject that I've been reading and taking notes and while trying out some of the practices that have been suggested and discussed in these books in my own prayer life. And despite still being very much in the midst of this process, I gotta say, I gotta tell you and be honest with all you listeners out there, I gotta say I'm learning all sorts and it's added a real boost, a real shot of energy and life into my prayer life. Now you may be listening and thinking, That's great, but what does that have to do with me and my growth and development as a leader? Well, that's a great question. And although your prayer life may be incredible, assuming that you even are a person of faith, the principle I want to communicate on this podcast today, this episode, and for the next couple episodes, is this, that leaders are learners. Leaders are learners. Maybe you've heard that somewhere before. I want to say it here on this podcast. If you are a leader then you must remain a learner, a student for your entire leadership. And so for the next couple of episodes, the next two episodes in particular of this podcast, I want to take a look at growth and development for leaders. And so in this episode, episode 56 in part one, which is this episode, we're going to look at our personal growth and development as leaders. And then in part two next month in episode 57, we're going to take a look at creating a leadership growth and development plan for those that you are leading. Maybe staff members, maybe employees if you lead an organization, or or maybe if you're a staff pastor uh, and you lead a ministry, then it would be the leaders underneath you or maybe even your volunteers. But before we get to that, let's let's take a deep dive into this episode. So for this episode, I want to talk to you about your own personal growth and development as a leader. If what I said a moment ago about prayer and, and then that led us into the statement that leaders are learners, if that is true and you have a deep desire to lead during your entire lifetime, then you're also going to need a deep commitment to lifelong learning. One of the greatest obstacles standing in your way of growth and development is actually your comfort. Maybe you didn't realize that. Maybe that's the first you've heard that. Maybe you've heard that many times before. But if there's one thing I have learned and continue to learn, it's this, that growth and comfort cannot coexist. Let me say that again. 
growth and comfort cannot coexist. You see, the moment we start to get comfortable with and in our leadership is the moment we actually begin stunting our own growth. Growth and comfort are actually in direct opposition to one another. They don't go together. Now, you might be asking, why? Why don't they grow together? Why don't they go together? Because nothing, not in your life, not in creation, nothing grows without resistance. And resistance is uncomfortable. It's even painful at times. But it also is how things grow. It's how things are developed. Uh, You think even in nature, this is how God created creation. I mean, even the trees, you look outside, wherever you are, maybe you're outside right now listening to this, but you look around, you see any trees, anything nature, the, the reason that tree has grown and remained in a state of constant growth is because of the resistance it faces daily through the elements, through wind, through rain, the water, whatever the case may be. This is how God created nature, that nothing on this earth grows without resistance. And one of the other major obstacles that begins to challenge our own growth and development as leaders, the older we get, is the amount of knowledge and experience we gain over the years. Just think about it for a second. The more experience you gain, the more knowledgeable you become in your area of leadership, what happens? Well, the more tempted you become to think that you know enough, which causes an element of pride to creep in. And pride is this dangerous, dangerous thing. The Bible actually warns us of this in 1 Corinthians 8, where Paul actually says, knowledge puffs up, uh, but love edifies. we got to be careful with the amount of knowledge we gain, because it has this tendency to puff us up on the inside. And we start to get arrogant and prideful and think we have nothing left to learn. And when you start to think that you know enough, you lose the need to learn anything new. And what happens then? You start to get comfortable. You get complacent. And what happens when we get comfortable and complacent? We stop growing, just as we said a moment ago. Growth and comfort cannot coexist. So what can we do as leaders then to ensure that that doesn't happen to us? Maybe you've noticed that happening to a leader around you and you want to be certain and sure that that doesn't happen to you. If that's already started creeping into your leadership, what can you do about this to change it? Well, I think it all starts with developing your own personal leadership growth and development plan. And so that is what I want to take a closer, deeper look at in this episode, episode 56. Uh, I've been having some, some shoulder issues for quite some time in one of my shoulders, and I finally decided to do something about it. It's been getting so bad that, that I, I finally got a little bit more desperate um, to go and see some health professionals. So I've been seeing a chi- chiropractor, a physiotherapist. I've, I've got a team of people now trying to help my shoulder get healthy again. And what I've been told right from the beginning by professionals is that the issues I'm having are a direct result of specific muscles and tendons becoming weak because of a lack of use. And so they have reminded me over and over again that we need to strengthen these to see growth and development of my shoulder. So how do you think they plan to do this? Well, through the development of a strategic plan that, by the way, includes all kinds of resistance. Remember what we said a moment ago, nothing grows without resistance. And this resistance happens through exercises and various techniques, one of which is actually acupuncture, which I've actually had before and doesn't bother me a whole lot. 
I found it to be helpful in my health, but this time my specialist attached some what looked like battery cables to the ends of the needles that they were that they had placed in my body around my shoulder area, and then she began shooting electricity through my nerves and muscles that were coming through these needles. And I got to tell you, if I'm being honest with you today, that entire process was one of the most painful things that I have signed up for. And, but I got to also say and be honest that gradually my shoulder recovery is, is growing and developing. Now, I believe there's a reason for that. Why? Because there's a strategic plan in place that was created and that I am following. I'm also following these daily exercises. Every morning I get up and there's five or six different exercises. And they're not the easiest to do with the current state of my shoulder. They actually cause me quite a bit of discomfort and even pain at times. But again, nothing grows without resistance. Growth and comfort cannot coexist. And so my question to you before we go any further today is... Do you have a plan? Do you have a strategic plan for your growth and development as a leader? If not, I'm not here to condemn you. I'm not here to shame you. I'm just here to say the fact that you're listening to this podcast is actually step one. So this is a good thing. You're already on the right track. The fact that you're taking time out of your busy schedule as a leader to listen to a leadership podcast. That brings me great joy, and that is a sign in and of itself that you're already on the right track, that you already care about your own growth and development as a leader. So that's great. But before we get to an actual step-by-step strategic plan, let me run through a quick list of various ways that we actually learn as leaders. And again, I'll just say it up front, this is not an exhaustive list. But it will help you and I as we contemplate together a step-by-step strategic plan for your growth and development as a leader. So here's my real quick list of some of the ways off the top of my head that we grow as leaders. First off, and these are real real easy, I'm sure you can think of some of these, but as we get towards the end of this list, maybe they aren't so recognizable. But first and foremost, reading. This could be books, it could be articles, it could be blogs, magazines, newspapers, whatever the case may be, any form of reading gives us the opportunity to grow and learn and develop as leaders. And remember, leaders are learners. So reading would be a great place to start if you want to learn and grow. Listening is another form of growing and developing as leaders. This could be to podcasts, it could be audio books, it could be a TED talk, it might be a sermon, it might be a leadership talk from a conference, a seminar, it might even be a conversation. I I was listening to some leaders talk. I wasn't even in the conversation, but I was in close enough vicinity that I could overhear what they were saying and it spurred me on and I learned just through overhearing other people talk. And have a conversation. So it could come in all shapes and forms and sizes. But reading, number one. Listening, number two. Number three, asking. I've said it before on this podcast. But great questions um, come from great leaders. One of the true marks of a great leader and great leadership is the ability to remain in, in just this constant state of asking great questions. 
To be a great leader is not to have all the great answers all the time, but to continually ask great questions and never stop asking your entire life. So ask great questions of experts in your field, of mentors, of peers, really of anyone. You can learn by asking, just thinking of great questions to ask. It is the mark of a great leader, their ability to ask great questions. Number four, studying and research. Listen, anything you feel called to be great at, become a student of that thing. Study it. Research it. Uh, one of the things I feel called to be great at is, is communication. Communication is something I continually study and research. Why? Because I feel called to be great at it. So I want to continually be a student of other great communicators and books on communication and articles and research. I want to remain a student of that thing. So whatever you feel called to be great at, become a student of that thing. Research it, study it, and never stop. Number five, evaluation and assessment. Anytime we take the time to evaluate something that we've done or maybe someone else has done is an opportunity for us to personally grow and develop as a leader. So the next time you're about to do something, ask someone that you trust and respect. Ask them to evaluate what you do and how you do it, and then talk about it afterwards. That right there in and of itself is an immediate opportunity for you to grow and develop as a leader. Just quick recap. We're not done yet, but let me recap. So far, we've said reading, we've said listening, asking, studying, slash research, and evaluation, slash assessment are great ways to grow. Number six, attending and observing. This might be a conference that you're interested in. It might be a seminar. It might be visiting someone that is ahead of you in your certain field of your area of expertise or your area of leadership. Go visit them and just shadow them. Watch them for a day or half a day and observe how they do what they do and what makes them so great at it. And just by doing that alone is an opportunity for you to learn and grow and develop as a leader. Number seven, teaching. This is huge, and, and now we're getting into a couple that maybe we don't often think of off the top of our head, but I can't tell you the number of times I've been asked to teach a seminar, a speak at a conference, share on a talk in an area that I don't feel qualified to speak on. And you know what happens every single time I say yes to that? I learn, grow, and develop. Why? Because here's the principle underneath this. The teacher learns the most. I learned this years ago from a book I was reading, but the teacher always learns the most. And so anytime you go to teach on something, even if it's a, an area that you don't feel super qualified to teach in, I would encourage you to do it, allow it to stretch you, and I'm, I guarantee you will probably learn more than even the people you're going to deliver that talk to or share those insights that you learned with. You always learn the most. And number eight, the final one I'm going to use for this list today is failures. Probably the most uncomfortable place for us to learn, grow, and develop as leaders is through our mistakes. It's through our mess-ups. It's through our failures. Why? Because every failure is an opportunity for us to grow. It really all comes down to how we respond to our failures. Because let's face it, leaders, we are all going to fail at times. None of us are perfect. We're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. And the mark of a great leader is really how they respond to their mistakes, how they respond to their failures. Again, 
This is not an exhaustive list, but one that will give you and I some tangibles as we now look at a strategic growth and development plan. So quick recap. How do we learn? We learn through reading, through listening, through asking, through studying and research, through evaluation and assessment, through attending and observing, through teaching, and lastly, through our failures. Now, let's move on to creating a strategic growth and development plan that might include some of those things. How do we plan for that? So here are four things critical to your growth and development as a leader. First, you got to schedule it. You got to schedule it. What do I mean by schedule it? Well, it's really important that you take the time to learn as a leader. If you want to develop and continue to grow for a lifelong season of leadership, a lifetime of leadership, then you got to remain a student. You got to actually plan for this. Schedule it into your calendar. I don't know about you, but I don't do the things I don't calendar. The things I don't schedule and put into my life strategically are the things I don't ever end up doing. And so if it's important enough to you, you have to schedule it. And I would say, I would suggest that your own growth and development is is so significant to your leadership. And so you got to schedule it. It needs to be a habit. It needs to be a discipline that you follow religiously. Uh, I'll let you into my life and what that looks like for me. I schedule this learning component of my leadership five times a week for a minimum of 30 minutes. But you know what? If I'm being honest, it often ends up being more around 90 minutes a day where I'm learning something or scheduling this learning component of my growth and development plan for myself. But the point is, regardless of how long it is, whether it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, the point is that you schedule for it. Now, let me ask you this. How much time do you spend a day being entertained versus being educated? So many of us don't have a clue how much time we spend in the entertainment side of this equation, this ratio. We, that might be through social media, the amount of time we, we spend watching Netflix or, or just being entertained by something or a show or whatever the case may be. And one of the things that radically separates good leaders from great leaders is their entertainment to education ratio. I learned this years ago. Great leaders spend more time on the education side than they do on the entertainment side. So maybe a great exercise, even before you begin scheduling your growth and development, is to take a little assessment, do a little bit of evaluation. Again, evaluation being another way that we grow and learn. But take, take a day or a couple days in a row and just keep track of all the time you spend being educated versus the time you spend being entertained. And, and just check that out and, and take some time to evaluate and assess how much time and where the ratio is at. Because I can guarantee the great leaders that you're thinking of in your life when you think of any great leader, I can almost guarantee that they spend more of their 24 hours in a day, which is the same amount that we all get. They spend more of that time on the education side than they do the entertainment side. That's just what great leaders do. So first, you got to schedule for it. Second, let's move on to number two. Number two, you got to capture it. After you've scheduled that time for learning, make sure that after each session that you go back and capture something new that maybe you learned, maybe jumped out at you. 
from that scheduled time of learning. It doesn't always have to be something major or life-altering, but just anything that jumps out at you, anything that stirs you, anything that moves you, convicts you, whatever the case may be, or something that excited you or rattled you a bit, uh, whatever the case may be, you got to go back and capture it before you move on or move about your day. Make sure you, that idea, that thought, that insight is captured. And you can do this multiple different ways, a variety of different ways. You can write it down. You might record it. Uh, but just use some form to actually take it in to capture it. Uh, what I do personally, if I'm listening to something, maybe while I'm driving, I use that time not so much to be entertained, going back to number one and talking about that entertainment versus education. I'm very intentional with, with my time. And so I purposely use the time while I'm driving to... To, to make sure that I'm listening to something that's actually growing me and developing my own leadership. And while I'm doing that, if I hear something, if I listen to something, I will capture that immediately. And so how do I do that? I capture it by stop what I'm listening to, whether that be an audiobook, a podcast, and I jump on over to my voice memo app and I record it. I say it back with my voice. Why? Because I don't want to lose sight of that insight that thing that I just learned. And so then I can go back to it later on when I'm at my computer and I can jot it down in an Evernote file that I keep for learning and growing and developing. And that's how I do that. If I'm actually reading a literal book after each session, maybe I read a chapter during my 30 minutes of learning in the morning, I'll go back and I'll jot something down in a file, an Evernote file again that I keep for every book that I read and I take notes. Why? Because I don't retain things easily. Maybe you do, but I do not. And so I make sure that I take time to capture whatever I'm learning because I don't retain things easily. So again, it doesn't matter how you capture it, just make sure as a part of your growth and development plan as a leader, make sure that there is a moment in your day where you capture something that jumped out at you. Number three, then we need to share it. And this is so critical to actually this actually getting in and becoming a part of your leadership, whatever the insight was that you just captured. And this is probably one of the most often that we don't pay too much attention to as leaders. But it's so crucial that whatever it is you learned or captured, that you now go and share this insight with someone else in the next 24 hours. Why is this so important? Well, the principle behind this is one again that I shared a few moments ago. And it's, th it's this, that the teacher always learns the most. So if I really want a new insight to not be lost and actually become a part of my arsenal as a leader, I know I need to share what I've learned with someone else in the next 24 hours. And I've actually done this at work before. I've, I might have read something that morning, I'll show up at the office and I'll share it with a person or two as I'm walking past them or it might be that night later on at the dinner table and I'm talking to my family and I'll share the thought and even unpack the idea. And when I do this, I found personally in my own life, it now is in me. It stays with me. I've now actually retained it. Why? Because the teacher always learns the most. When I go to share it and teach it to somebody else, it now sticks with me. And when I fail to do this, I end up losing the thought, losing the insight, unless I go back to the file to look at it again. But when I share it, when I teach it to someone, it's now in me. It becomes a part of me and becomes a part of my leadership. 
So you got to schedule it. You got to capture it, number two. Number three, you got to share it. And then fourth and finally, as a part of developing a growth and development plan for yourself, you now have to apply it. And this one could be called apply or implement. The idea is the same though. And the idea is this, that you'd now take this insight, take the thought, take the idea that you've learned, you've captured, you've, you've shared it now with somebody else. And now during your scheduled learning time, you would now apply it and or implement it into your leadership in some way, shape, or form. This might be adding it to your next leadership talk that you're going to do, maybe a sermon, um, what it, maybe a book that you're writing, whatever the case may be. But now you're going to figure out some way to implement it into your current leadership context. Maybe you're going to teach it to, to a bunch of people. Maybe you're going to train the leaders around you in this thing that you've now learned. And you might have to get a little creative here. But figure out a way to put this new insight into practice so it doesn't become just pure knowledge. And we talked about what knowledge can do a few moments ago if we're not careful. But now this brings improvement to your leadership. Now, let me walk you through a tiny example of all four of these working together real quick as we close this out. And I'm going to use the same principle the teacher learns the most to walk us through this and how all these four work together. So a few years ago, during my scheduled reading time, again, I scheduled time in my day to read, to grow, to learn. And for this particular scheduled time, I was reading a book, and I heard this audio book. I was actually listening to the book, not reading it, but listening to it. And the idea that the teacher learns the most came out from the text I was reading. Now, this really stood out to me, so I stopped the book, jumped over to my voice memo, I think I was driving in the car at the time, and I captured that thought. Then as I got to work that day, before I even had a chance to go back and write it down in my Evernote file and capture it there, I remember walking past two staff members, two colleagues that I work alongside, sitting at their desk, and as I shared the thought with them, to which they asked questions, which gave me an opportunity now for me to teach them what I had just learned through this and how this principle, this insight had spoke to me. And what I had learned through and in that statement. I have since now applied it to many times to my own leadership and included it in various leadership talks that I've given, including this one that I'm sharing with you on this podcast where you're now getting it. And that is a prime example of how all four of these steps were followed and how I grew just by learning, hearing one specific thought, one insight, one idea. Because why? Because I had scheduled it, my learning and growth and develop, I scheduled time for it, I then captured it, I shared it with someone else, and then I figured out various creative ways to apply it into my own life and my own leadership. You see, we learn, grow, and develop as leaders when we have a strategic plan in place to do so. When we schedule it, when we capture it, share it, and then apply it. We can be certain that growth and development is taking place in our leadership. Now, you might be sitting there after all this thinking, why do any of this? Why follow a strategic growth and development plan at all? Well, because you cannot lead people publicly beyond where you have been personally. That is just true of any leader, any leadership context. You can't lead people where you've not been yourself. 
And so this is why it's so important that you develop, you come up with a growth and development plan for you personally. It's got to start with you personally if you want to lead people and continue to lead people well publicly. And as leaders, we must remain students. And to remain a student is to remain humble and to remain curious. Again, knowledge puffs up. It makes us arrogant. It makes us stop learning. Where curiosity and humility keeps us in this constant state and atmosphere of wanting to learn and grow more. Because we know that we don't know everything. So, you've just listened to a podcast, this episode. What did you learn today? You, you already scheduled this to listen to it. Now, what did you learn? What was the one thing out of this podcast that stood out to you? Go share it with somebody else. Capture it. And then apply it into your own life and leadership. Maybe you're going to apply these four steps from now on. Maybe it was one of the eight things we talked about, the eight ways that that you can learn and grow. Whatever it is, capture it, share it, and implement it into your own leadership. And let me just say real practically, if there was something that jumped out at you today in this particular episode, why don't you go ahead and share it on your social media? Figure out a way to implement it into your context of leadership. And one of the ways you could share it immediately is by sharing it on your socials. Get the word out that this episode impacted you and and what was the line out of here? Maybe you want to share that and go public with that socially, which will just help it stick in your own life and leadership all the more. Now, remember, this was part one. Next month, we're actually going to continue with part two of growth and development for leaders. And we're going to talk about creating a plan for those that you're leading. Not just a personal plan for you, but for those that you are leading who are underneath your leadership. So until then, I encourage you to keep leading, keep growing. And let me just remind you that this Leadership Matters podcast exists to help leaders become the greatest leaders that you can possibly be. I mean, if if leadership really is influenced, then that says to me that leadership matters. It matters a lot. And if it matters a lot, then we want to be intentional here at the Leadership Matters podcast about helping you become great. So remember, what you do matters. And so does your leadership. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Leadership Matters podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why don't you take a moment and subscribe on iTunes to ensure you never miss another episode. Until next time, remember your leadership matters.